Welcome to the Lady Preacher Podcast, a podcast for the progressive Christian, where we talk about an all-loving God, an embodied Christ, and an ever-moving spirit. Dive right in as we wrestle with what it means to live out our faith in the world. Hi, friend. Welcome to 12 Days of Christmas Blessings with the Lady Preacher Podcast. If I haven't met you yet, or even if I have, hi, (laughs) I'm Kelsey Beebe. I'm a minister in the United Church of Christ and the host of this lovely podcast. And I am very excited about this mini series. We have invited on some of our former guests on the podcast, and each of them will be doing their very own episode, offering you some scripture, a reflection, and a blessing. We know that you're busy, so we're keeping these episodes short, sweet, and simple. There's a lot happening in our world, and you do so much for others. I'm grateful you're letting us do this one thing for you. Thank you for being here. I hope and pray that this mini-series blesses you and fills your well this holiday season. Merry Christmas, my friends. Hello, friends. My name is Kelly Neiman Anderson, and I'm often called Pastor Kelly. I serve a Lutheran church in Racine, Wisconsin, as the Associate Pastor for Children, Youth, and Family Ministries. And I also am the volunteer coordinator of our Synod's Immigration and Refugee Task Force. I was honored to be a guest on the Lady Preacher podcast last year and talk about how my experiences with immigration, asylum, and refugee resettlement have influenced my faith journey. Today, we begin with a prayer from Catholic Relief Services, written for the United Nations International Migrants Day, which is observed annually on December 18th. Let us pray. God of our wandering ancestors, long have we known that your heart is with the refugee, that you were born into time in a family of refugees fleeing violence in their homeland, who then gathered up their hungry child and fled into alien country. Their cry, your cry, resounds through the ages. Will you let me in? Give us hearts that break open when our brothers and sisters turn to us with that same cry. Then surely all these things will follow. Ears will no longer turn deaf to their voices. Eyes will see a moment for grace instead of a threat. Tongues will not be silenced, but will instead advocate. And hands will reach out, working for peace in their homeland working for justice in the lands where they seek safe haven. Lord, protect all refugees in their travels. May they find a friend in me, and so make me worthy of the refuge I have found in you. Amen. Our scripture reading today is from Matthew chapter 2, selected verses from verses 1 to 23, and I'll be reading from the Living Bible Translation. Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem, in Judea, during the reign of King Herod. At about that time, some astrologers from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem, asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in far-off eastern lands, and have come to worship him. Entering the house where the baby and Mary his mother were, the astrologers threw themselves down before him, worshiping. Then they opened their presents and gave him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. 
But when they returned to their own land, they didn't go through Jerusalem to report to Herod, for God had warned them in a dream to go home another way. After they were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up and flee to Egypt with the baby and his mother, the angel said, and stay there until I tell you to return, for King Herod is going to try to kill the child. That same night, he left for Egypt with Mary and the baby. When King Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and told him, Get up and take the baby and his mother back to Israel. Then, in another dream, Joseph was warned not to go to Judea, so they went to Galilee instead and lived in Nazareth. Here ends the reading. Jesus was a refugee. His parents were forced to leave Judea due to political persecution, and they did not have permission to go to Egypt. The Bible doesn't say that the angel arranged for a tourist visa or that the Magi arranged passage via camel caravan. We're not sure how they all got to Egypt or how they survived there or for how long. But somehow the Holy Family found refuge in a country where they knew no one, had nothing, and didn't speak a word of the local language. Not only had God left the comforts of heaven to come to earth and reside in a flawed human body, not only had that human body been subjected to all the indignity of a manger birth and shepherd arrivals, but now, before God's body was even out of diapers, Jesus knew what it was like to be among the lowest people on earth, a refugee begging for a home. When Mary and Joseph said yes to the angels, I'm not sure they realized how challenging it was going to be to raise the Son of God. Facing the scandal of an unplanned pregnancy is scary enough, but fleeing persecution in the middle of the night is about as frightening as it gets. Jesus was a refugee. His first few memories were as traumatic as those we hear about on the news after wars and disasters all over the world. Joseph left with Mary and Jesus that night for Egypt, the Bible says, and the Bible doesn't tell us how they got there exactly. Most likely there were helpers all along the way, small acts of kindness known only to God, people who gave a drink of water to the young mother or directions to the tired father, those who made space for just one more baby, and officials who decided that this small family didn't pose much of a threat to anyone. Many of us think to ourselves, oh, I wish I could have been there. I would have helped the baby Jesus. Maybe you would have. But most likely, you and I would not have known that baby was the Messiah. We would have just seen a small Jewish baby hidden under a blanket in a basket, loved by his parents, just trying to stay alive. Just like Joseph rushed his wife and child out of Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, many rushed their loved ones out of Afghanistan last fall. There were many helpers all along the way, those who worked to find safe passage for strangers, advocates who fought for visas and donated food and diapers and beds and school supplies. Unfortunately, this story has played out over and over again throughout history. And so today, we have the chance to be the helpers once again. Tens of thousands of Afghans need permanent homes here in the United States, and refugee resettlement agencies haven't found homes for all of them yet. Lutheran Immigration and Refugee Services is doing the work of long welcome in two different ways. First, they're advocating for the Afghan Adjustment Act in Congress to ensure that all of our Afghan allies who were evacuated to the United States get full permanent legal status and protection here in our country. Secondly, LIRS is working with local agencies all around the country to ensure that Afghan families find permanent safe housing so that they can begin to restart their full lives here. 
I may never know what it's like to seek refuge in a country other than the one where I was born. But as a Christian, I know what it's like to be a spiritual refugee. When I was baptized, I became a citizen with the saints in heaven. So this earth is not my true home. I am just a guest here. My entire time on this planet is one of spiritual refuge. If you're a Christian too, then like Jesus, like me, you are also a spiritual refuge. Spiritual refugee. We are all refugees. We may not be fleeing political persecution, but we are on a journey from who we once were to who we are becoming. Sin once held us captive and we could not free ourselves. So Jesus became a refugee for us. He left heaven to walk with humans. Jesus' death and resurrection has freed us from our past and opened the way toward abundant life on earth and eternal life in heaven. As refugees, we can help one another on our spiritual journey. We can freely give to one another the grace which we have been freely given. And we can bless one another as we have been blessed. So, I will leave you with this epiphany blessing, originally written by a student named Ben, posted on his blog called Moon Hat. Receive this blessing of our God. Eternal God, you sent Mary on a journey to Egypt and led Hagar through the desert. You lit the wilderness way for Moses and produced manna for his family. Therefore, send us into this new year with fire by which to see, bread from which to live, and family with which to travel, as we follow your voice in the world. Where you go, O Lord, we will go, and where you lodge, we will lodge, for we are your people, and you are our God. Amen. My friend, thank you so much for joining us today. I am so grateful for you. Without you, this ministry would not be possible. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. The Lady Preacher podcast is part of a nonprofit called Dancing Pastor Ministries. And you can find us online at dancingpastor.org or join the community by finding us on Facebook at Dancing Pastor Ministries. If you would like to be a part of supporting this podcast, there are many ways you can do that without giving monetarily. You can share our posts on social media, send an episode to a friend, or just leave a review. If you would like to support us financially, you can do so at dancingpastor.org slash give. My friend, you are a gift. Thank you for being here and God bless.